Hey girls, hey. Uh, welcome to this week's episode of OMG. My name is Marcus G. Um, today our guest is the one, the only, the true queen of the mean streets oh of Atlanta, God. aka Lawrenceville. Don't let it let her <laughs> fool you with that. Um, Savannah McKellar. Everyone, let's give a hand oh for our guest Savannah McKellar. Um, and I'm actually surprised that it took me this long to actually get you on the show. This is last minute, but <laughs> I'm surprised I had not asked you already. Um, but yeah, so we were happy to have her here today. Um, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and get right into the news. Somebody bit Beyonce. Um, Did you hear about this? Yeah. Wendy Williams was telling me about it last night. So my first instinct was I've got to drop out of college, maybe go get some mercenary training gotta go. and then go take care of some things. Yeah. Um, but I let that go in favor of a life that is my own. So I was like, that's okay. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm sure Beyonce will handle this. She's a grown woman. She made that very clear in her song, Grown Woman. She did. Um, but she did. what I want to know is who the hell bit Beyonce? It's classified information. No one has said it yet. But you know, so Tiffany Haddish was the one who said it. Beyonce's going to stop inviting her places. She's gone. <laughs> She's off the list. <laughs> She's off the it's list. like, I love her. And I'm so glad that she can. I'm so glad that we get to hear her experiences from these stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, Tiffany, if you don't be quiet, Beyonce's going to stop inviting you places. Like, she's really going to be like, no, I'm sorry, sis. You can't keep coming if you keep spilling what's happening. But we need her there. I feel like she's like the Beehive's insider. Without her, I don't know if we're going to, if we would get this information. Any information at all, because Beyonce and Jay-Z are both very, very private people as mm-hmm. it is. Honestly, any sliver of information that we can get from she, any Yeah, event, they don't just let out like it. that. My yeah. first thought was also that it might be Lena Dunham. And then I saw someone else say it on Twitter. And she wasn't even at this party, but she would do something like that. I mm. true, Like, if someone said to me, Lena Dunham bit Beyonce, I wouldn't even be shocked. I'd be like, wow, that's like something Lena Dunham would have done three years ago. I'm surprised it took her this long. Whenever anything problematic happens, I just assume that it was Lena Dunham. That Let's is fair. Real. That is fair. I, I just, tried to give her a chance, um, and then she squandered it all away. But that's not the point. Point being is, Beyonce <laughs> got bit. I hope she's okay. Um, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers out to her, mm-hmm. the whole Knowles family, mm-hmm. uh, minus Jay-Z. Yep, Sorry, minus Beyonce. Him. I know you want us to forgive him, but I, I'm just not there yet. I don't know. I just I'm don't know just if I can do that. So I don't really, yeah, I'm Did not really on Did you see when they, were, um, <laughs> when they were in Jamaica? <laughs> And everybody was screaming Beyonce's name, and like nobody was screaming Jay Z's name. No and I was like, cares. "Oh my God, Jay Z, poor you." You know what I mean? I mean, but also not poor him. I don't yeah, know, man. I, I got feel complex feelings. I got complex feelings. Anyway, okay. okay the next thing I want to talk about is Cardi B. Um, so the rumor mill says that she's pregnant. It's mm-hmm. been all but, you know, verified from her. Her mm-hmm. album is supposed to come out next week. So here's why. Here's my theory on why I do think she definitely is pregnant. Okay. So when I first heard it, my first thing was. I felt so bad for her. Um, first, yeah. I would never 100%. want to have a baby with Offset. I just wouldn't. He's got like three baby mamas, apparently, which I didn't know. I did not That's know not that. That's not even my thing. It's like, out of all three of them, I feel like Takeoff is the only intelligent one. He's never given me a reason to believe that, but I just feel like he might be the most intelligent of the Migos. He is a resume. Quavo is just doing his thing. You know what I mean? He's being young. Is he the youngest one? I don't know. I don't. I, I think it might be takeoff. Whole I think, lineage stresses me out. I really don't know what they got going like, on. Quavo and takeoff cousins or something like that. Someone's an uncle. I know that much. <laughs> so that stresses me out because they all look the same age. But we don't have to talk about it. It's fine. Black don't crack. Uh, but yeah. So, so yeah. So just out of all of them, the last one that I would pick to have a baby with is Offset. And I used to mm-hmm. follow Offset on Snapchat before they started saying all these problematic homophobic things, mm-hmm. which. Y'all are so fake because everybody got all upset with them about saying minutes. these things and then continued to buy their albums and support them. And I was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. fake, sis. But yeah. I guess put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I followed him on Snapchat and he, he just 
he does not seem like an all there kind of person. <laughs> I just I don't know. I want to. I'm trying to not call Offset stupid, but Offset just came off a little stupid. He doesn't really I mean? say much. It's more his Snapchat. It, he grumbles. If you it's like, <laughs> if if you follow his Snapchat, I'm gonna be real with you. All it is is really him taking videos <laughs> of his jewelry. <laughs> He does this one over right here. Yes. No one can see this. Um, I did a whole act out thing. He just I acted it out. this was a podcast. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it's of the pool and it's of the jewels. And that's it. Literally that is the it. He does not it. speak. He he spaces his letters out. <laughs> I think maybe he does that for himself. It's not really even for us. I find that shit so funny. <laughs> because at first I was like, Offset, I cannot read this whole sentence. There's not a period here. There are no commas. It's just a bunch of spaced out letters. But he, he consistently does it. Like he I, is consistent. I That's thinking, what I'll give him. I kept thinking, like, oh, he's just doing it for this post. And then mm-hmm. I saw that it was on every post. And I was like, I can just imagine him sitting down with his big ass thumbs with space. these rings on it. T. Space. Space. He comments on people's stuff like that too. It's, like that's, that's strictly his me. brand. Like that's, that's what literally got what me. he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I thought it was just a caption. <laughs> no. He's in comments. He is in comments doing this as well. Encouraging and boosting people, but I'm still like, okay, space bar. I'm like, all right. <sighs> but anyway, so yeah, back to the theory. Um so with her album, so there was no promo for this album. It was just I think like maybe on Monday they were like coming out April sixth. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because if she's pregnant. They've got to go ahead and get the whole like uh, promotion cycle going before she either starts to show or she can't, mm-hmm. you know, go, move around like that. So she still says that she's doing Coachella and all these other mm-hmm. things that she has lined up. And I'm like, Cardi, I don't know if you fully understand what it means to be pregnant. I too don't understand what it means to be pregnant, yeah. but I hear it's a wild ride, and I don't know if you can go out and promote an album or do Coachella. Also, Beyonce didn't do Coachella when she was pregnant. She and didn't. no shade to Cardi, but Beyonce can do anything. And if she even she was like, I'm not risking my babies, don't risk your baby, then Cardi. Don't risk it's that. not worth it. Yeah. But then I feel so bad for her because they were talking about this on another podcast that I listened to called The Read, how the the public image of her is about to shift and I hate that because people aren't gonna give her the same credit anymore because especially when when you're female and the limelight or whatever Mm -hmm. when you become a mother people look at you so differently and then everything you do is somehow in connection to your motherhood so she might wear a certain outfit and everyone's gonna go well you're a mother now like how could you wear that even though she's still the same person Mm -hmm. she just has a baby now yeah and you can love your baby and do literally anything else and still be a good parent you know what i mean like as long as you're not causing that child any harm then you're fine so i i do feel bad for her in that regard and a lot of people, I feel like, might not take her music as serious anymore because, mm. you know, she makes a lot of, like, you know, I'm, I'm going out type music. I'm a, I'm rough in the streets, this and that, in the which trap. we all love. But people are going to be like, well, you're a mother now. Like, how can you talk like that? And I'm like, yeah. leave her alone. So I'm rooting for Cardi. I want Cardi to do well. I wish she was not having a baby with Offset, of all people, because I also do not see this marriage lasting long at I, all. I, and or they also ever. still haven't. Yeah, let's say they, I forgot they were engaged, literally, <laughs> but I don't know how. Because he cheated, because she, like, three times after. Um, um, that's a whole other thing. It was all thing. caught on camera. Th- that's a whole other thing that I just can't even get into because cheaters are just yeah. my, I can't. But you know what? The one saving grace, I just, I don't know what it is. I just feel like Takeoff is a good person. Um, He'll be a good uncle, cousin, whatever. Whatever he will be. Godparent? I don't know what's good. going on. I just want to meet him once. Yeah. You know what I mean? He will. He doesn't have to say anything, honestly. I just want to be in his presence, really. Exactly. Other two, pass. <sighs> All right. So the next thing I want to talk about. Um, I saw some of this, and what I did see was so disturbing. The Stormy <laughs> Daniels interview um, okay. shook me up. First of all, <laughs> when she was like, he had me spank him with the magazine that had his... Have y- oh, have y'all not seen this? Have y'all heard of this interview? Oh. The tea? My. She's enjoying her limelight. I will say that. God in heaven above. We don't have to Jehovah talk about it. We have to talk about it. It was so gross, y'all. It was First nasty. of all, I never thought... This is why I keep thinking we live in a simulation. I'm like, this world can't be real. There's no way what's happening right now is real. Because I never thought in my life <laughs> or in the history of this nation 
that we would genuinely be having a serious discussion about the president and his sexual exploits. With a porn And star. then not even so – you know, so now that I want to talk about because a lot of the conversation mm-hmm. around her is harping on her being a porn An star. Adult. And I'm like, leave her alone. We respect sex work in this house, okay? Mm -hmm. First of all, no one's forcing her to do it. She's doing this of her own free will and volition. She's making that coin, especially Mm -hmm. with this interview now. So a lot of people, when they come at her, they're coming at her for being a porn star. I'm like, leave her alone. That's Mm -hmm. not what the issue here is, Mm -hmm. okay? That is not what the issue here is is here at all it's him being crazy and also what what they're what they would if they were to charge him with anything it would be a misuse of campaign funds is what mm-hmm. i uh read it would be and then matt told me he explained some of it to me so i think i got it mm-hmm. but it'd be like a misuse of campaign funds because of the way she was paid off right before the election mm-hmm. um so but yeah it was just a it was gross it was a weird interview um, anderson cooper had on these comically large glasses i don't know who told him that was okay uh, but i love anderson cooper so i will let it slide but um yeah she was like he had me spank him with the magazine and then afterwards he was like you remind me of my daughter and that's when i threw we, up that, that's when i threw up in my actual mouth he's got some problems um, and then her the lawyer thing. put out that picture of like a cd or a dvd and i swear before all that is holy if it is a sex tape i will move out of this country i will not live in a country where there's a donald trump sex tape on the market and you want to know why because i'll have to throw myself into a volcano like i i could not live with myself <laughs> If I even had the because obviously I would never watch it, but if I had to even live with the knowledge that it existed, the cover of it, honestly, I, no, any, Savannah, any I'll throw this tea at you. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> Don't even bring that up. Okay, we're talking. We're strictly talking about the physical DVD at this point. I, um, the, if it exists, mm-hmm. I'll have to die. I think I might. I might actually have, actually have a heart attack. But it also makes me so sad. I mean, I've all, I've been thinking democracy is a sham for the last couple of years. So I'm like, is it real? Do we really have true representation? But that's mm-hmm. a different podcast, I'm sure. Um, yes. I've been thinking. I'm like, what is going on in our government? Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's a mm-hmm. TV show, and now it's even more like a TV show. It's just, I think. A lot of the some the big part of it that bothers me is that like it wasn't a fair like we know that he has been unfaithful time and time again mm-hmm. for some reason his people will continue to deny mm-hmm. that but it's the fact that he cheated on his wife multiple times and it just keeps coming to light and I, poor Melania she didn't. you know what yeah so at first <laughs> I felt baby. bad for Melania and I still kind of do and people were like well no like she's a grown woman she can make the decision she wants to make but I was like y'all if I was married to a man and he was rich but also happened to be crazy. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to stay. Okay. I'm broke with expensive mm-hmm. taste. I like to be treated well, wine and dine. Yes. So I would totally uh, give away my morals for a little coin. So mm-hmm. I don't blame her per se, but I do feel awful for her. I I'm feel like, bad. It yeah. must be terrible to Definitely. have to be married to that man. Mm-hmm. And then to bear his children, I don't even. That's like, a that, whole yeah, other. The, uh, also, his name is Baron, which I think, is his name Baron? Baron. Which... That's weird. That's a weird name. It I is, think. but very, that's a very Donald Trump Yeah, very rarely do I criticize someone for, for their name. I'm like, they're all unique and different. But Baron is just a, it's just a weird name. It's very um, weird. And I want to, and everyone kind of, <laughs> this was funny. When uh, that picture, when Kathy Griffin had that photo of her holding mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump's head. Yeah. And everybody was like, poor Baron, poor Baron. I was like, Baron is a 13-year-old boy in the year 2018. All he cares about is cursing people out on Xbox Live, okay? Mm-hmm. I promise if you. If he even has, I, mean, I was like, knows? I promise you, he probably did not even care about that photo. Um, and if he's like most 12-year-old boys, he's probably a little angry, a little yeah. violent to himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, I, I wonder what he's like. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm interested to see if like, does Melania have a grasp on Baron, or is mm-hmm. he running around the White House acting a fool? You know, what right? I mean? Like a little which rich I feel like kid, would be like a, a hilarious kid. TV show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Stormy Daniels did that. Uh, we should thank our good sis for doing the good work because it would be amazing if this is what brought down the presidency. We thought it would be his uh, everything else, ardent racism, his 
crazy transphobia with the, the fact military. that he is the psychotic. fact that he is truly unqualified no it will be none of those things it will be that he hooked up with stormy daniels um but i did like one thing i'm probably going on way too long about the story i did like one thing she did during the interview though because it sounded like anderson cooper was trying to insinuate that he was trying like, to do a lot yeah he was trying to insinuate that like what happened happened under her being forced and she was very she right. was like no she was like no 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 she no. cleared that up which which in i think this era i think was very important because mm-hmm. we have all you know maybe been with somebody that we didn't we know we shouldn't have done we it we, we shouldn't have done we were like you know mm-hmm. what this isn't even good for me mm-hmm. but i but you did it anyway mm-hmm. and you own it she was like no i mean it wasn't my proudest moment no was he gross absolutely did i enjoy any of it absolutely not yeah Sometimes it happens. You know what she I mean? She cleared it up. Yeah, so yeah. she was like, I was not forced. I made, this was my full decision. It was a bad one, mm-hmm. but it was my decision. I'm like, you know what, Stormy? I can respect that because we have all been there, sis. We all take L's. <laughs> we all <laughs> take L's. 100%. Oh, my God. Um, let's see the next thing I want to talk about. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Um, so I'm going to say this statement, and then maybe in the statement, it will, you will, it will know why it's crazy. All right. There's a white lady in South Africa mm-hmm. who was going to prison for being racist. And this is the first time this has ever happened in that country. Okay. Now, this is the same South Africa <laughs> where apartheid took place, which means there's been ample racism, you know what I mean, to be jailed over. Mm-hmm. This is literally, cry, I'm crying from laughter right now. Like, it's kind of crazy wow. to me that this is the first time in South Africa anybody has been arrested and jailed for racism. So it was this woman, she was in jo- uh, Johannesburg. I'm, I'm always feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. and she reported like an attempted robbery and some cops showed up and they were black. And she immediately just started calling them slurs, saying she doesn't like any blacks in Joburg. She called them Kaffir, which if you've seen The Color of Friendship, um, that Disney movie from like 1999, uh, that's when I learned what the word Kaffir. You have to seen that? No. Do not tell Shade that. She'll kill you. I, I She'll know. kill you. She will murder She me. will literally move out. It's fine. Yeah, that's like one of her favorite movies. What um, is a Kaffir? I wow. And so it's, it's, I, just, it's just a slur in South Africa okay. for uh, black people. Okay. Um, wow. So I just think it's crazy, again, given the place where literal apartheid <laughs> took place. Like, <laughs> Like, I, I know we talk about, like, our government having some systemic stuff, but apartheid was very clear. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, um, we're being racist. That's <laughs> and what we're, we're going to put it today. on the books, and we're going to leave it there. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's in it. history. Which I'm like, hey, it happened. It ha- it's mm-hmm. done now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's crazy to me that the place where that took place, this is the first time someone's going to jail. And her picture, she looks like, she looks shocked that they were even, that they're really going to lock her up. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to jail, sis. You're like, done. I, like, you're it's, over. It's, it's over. It's, I, thought, I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Um, so another thing I want to talk about is, uh, I'm sure I get her name right. Allie Raceman, or is it, I think it is. Right. I think it's Reisman. Reisman. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't don't at me. I don't know. But yeah. So she was on the U.S. Olympic team and one of the people who came out against Larry Nassar. Yes. So some people were saying that to solve the problem, they need to stop wearing leotards. Um. And she called them out. She was like, what? Which I, sometimes people say stuff like this, like when they're trying to come up with, uh, solutions for the like when somebody was like a fox news somebody on fox news was like maybe the kids um from the parkland shooting should have been nicer to the shooter and he wouldn't have done it and i'm like you know what i think you might have missed the point on this one um so yeah with the whole leotard thing uh, they're so they're, they were talking about banning leotards and i was like maybe ju- just a thought here we should ban pedophiles i don't know that's pedophiles maybe get rid of them to so, be doctors so sometimes i hear stuff like that and i'm like Amazing. It's this is clearly stupid. Like, how could you genuinely insinuate? First of all, leotards. 
are amazing. Okay, they are. Let's, I personally let's, would never wear leotards because I don't have the tone for it. I don't. But I, I love leotards, and I think they're a testament to a lot of things. Second of all, those girls are doing some very intense movement. Okay, so they need to they wear need a them. leotard. Okay, like it's, it's sensible wear for what they're out there doing. And then two, irre- not irregardless. Who am I? Regardless of all of that, the leotard isn't the problem. Like just throwing away everything we just said. To insinuate the piece of clothing is the problem. I just thought it was incredibly tone deaf. I thought it was stupid. I cannot believe somebody actually opened their mouth and said it. Uh, but they did. But she got them together real quick and said, y'all I mean, are idiots. We're not doing yeah. this. Please shut your mouth right now. I'm shocked. That's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It was. Leotards are the problem. It really, really was. How about we just not sexualize young girls? Or harass them. That's just a, just a couple options. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, you know, we keep doing, Savannah and I do this thing sometimes where we get to like a <laughs> series of movements. Every time we speak. Um, but I'm forgetting again that this is a podcast. It's an audio so podcast. So no one can see it. No. Um, you're missing out. You really are, honestly. This is. You look just... like that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward was dancing. I don't oh, know yeah. When he was it, it, was like, it was like abstract yeah. art in the background. And he was like, yeah. He was really giving it to the girls. He I was. Yeah, that was, that was, that was. That was a beat for sure. Okay. What else do I want to talk about? Um, oh, yeah. This was – I want to talk about Fox News, which I feel like I'm talking – actually, no, I don't. I do not want to talk about Fox News. Let's not. Anyway, um, I want to give one last shout-out to a real OG, Linda Brown, a Girl. la Bor- Brown v. Board of Education. Mm. She recently passed away. These uh, What was it? I think it was on Monday. I think so. It was Yeah, very I think she recent. passed away on Monday. So when I, when I read the news at first, I was like, what? And then I read it again. I was like, wait. Brown, Brown v. Board of Education, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, separate but equal does not work. Let's get together and figure it out. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that Linda Brown? And I got really emotional because I, I started thinking about, like, my schooling experience. And I was like, I got to go to school with – I mean, granted, I don't talk to pretty much anybody from my hometown now. But I went to school with some pretty great people. You know what I mean? Like, I liked my friends growing up, and I liked the education I got. And it it's got me here. You know what I mean? So – and I love all the teachers I had, things like that. And it was all because this little girl – was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to school, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah and I were talking about this before we started recording. It's crazy that an eight-year-old was like, I've got the whole team on my back. Um, on and don't it. worry, girls. Yes. We're getting integrated today. Mm-hmm. And she did it. And I bet that was, like, so scary. Like, so, there are times now, as a grown man, I can't even speak up because I'm scared. You know what I mean? Yes. And she was like, again, eight years old, outfit, bomb as hell. You saw her Always. little ruffle socks? Always okay, walking little... up in school Exactly. With that the skirt. Fit on point so on she said not only point. am i going to change history i'm gonna give you a look while doing it okay <laughs> so she did just that so Amazing. i really hope we gave her her roses while she was here i hope she got the mm-hmm. adoration and praise she truly deserved because i mean i don't know man without her i feel like modern schooling wouldn't even exist and, i don't even but know. then it made me kind of sad well i was kind of sad i was like dang man there's still just the fact that she was still alive you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it seems i think we're taught a lot that like well, not really now, because I think we're in the midst of a new civil rights movement. Again, different podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I think some, especially growing up, we were fed the narrative that like racism's dead, all that's over, we figured it out. And I think the fact that someone like her just passed away goes to show that was not long. Like this was just in someone's lifetime. You know Definitely what I mean? Like that's not a long a time problem. ago. Yeah. So um, I think it's crazy. I think I thought that part was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's good. So I think that wraps it up for the topics this week. Um, we are going to move on to the questions. Um, I've only got a few this week, not a ton. Well, actually, let me see if anybody submitted anything new while we were talking. Nobody did. Okay, but yeah. I've got a good one. This first one was uh, very interesting. So it says, 
please consider addressing the beauty and importance of the modern reality of dysfunctional slash non-traditional families. Mm. What are your opinions on the friends that are family without being blood and how because of our generation's experience with this kind of support, we may challenge the social conventions and become extraordinary family makers and parents. So that was really interesting because I think even when I got here freshman year, I spoke to you and Shadane Savannah about this a lot, how like uh, within the gay community, a lot of us, like when we do come out, like that was, this wasn't why I moved out early, but a lot of gay people, when they come out, their parents are like, you got to go. Like, we're just not, we're not going to do it, you know, anymore. Like we don't, we don't support it. So you've got to get out of our house. Mm -hmm. Um, and so a lot of people in the queer community have to go out and make their own family. Because even if your family does, if, even if they're not like, okay, we're going to put you out, you, sometimes you just don't feel at home with that as mm-hmm. they kind of come to grips with it. You're, you're cool with it because you just came out. You're fine. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? As they take some time to work through it type still thing. A little off. Yeah. So you might feel a little disconnected, but mm-hmm. how you have to go out and make your own family. So there are plenty of people that I consider myself really, really good friends with that I consider family. Like, I, I don't even really, you know, make that distinction. Like, so the same way that I would do for someone who is blood-related to me, I would do for that friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it comes up a lot with my mother. She's she's really, like, I don't know, I got, maybe all mothers are like this, but she's kind of, like, sometimes she's like, well, like, why is that? Like, I'm actually, you know, blood. How do you, why do you feel like someone else, you know what I mean, deserves that same kind of respect? And I'm like, well, like, you should be happy that, like, I keep saying like a lot. You should be happy that, you know, your child, whether it be me or anybody else, is able to go out and find people that and they feel that. loves you just mm-hmm. as hard as somebody who is blood related to you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this question brought up an interesting point because I think a lot of people in our generation are having to do this a lot more, mm-hmm. whether you're queer or not. I think we're just having more instances of people, whether, you know, whether you move far away from your actual family. So you craft your own little family wherever you live or you go off to college, you hang out with a certain group of friends and, you know, that becomes a family to you type thing. I think there are a lot of different ways that we are crafting our own family. And then especially with divorce rates being high and people getting married less you are seeing more and more blended families but i don't think that's like necessarily a bad thing so we talk about divorce rates going higher and i'm like i think that's just people saying why would i waste 60 years with somebody i'm not happy with yeah when we, we used to live in a time where you kind of had to do that it was like hey you get married For and the that's sake it of the economy and you're even. stuck there um and i'll mm-hmm. be damned if i'm gonna be attached to a bum for okay. 60 years because of social convention um so yeah so I, I i don't know so what are your thoughts on that kind of the whole idea of our generation and how there is beauty in that i think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of you know, downplay it, how it's like, well, you know what, we need, you know, two parents, one mom, one dad, or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, I think there's some beauty in the fact that, you know what, I've gotten to choose and configure this family together. Mm -hmm. I honestly, I think that that's a beautiful, I think, first of all, I think that friendship in general is a beautiful thing. I'm a sap for stuff like that. I think that anywhere you can find that companionship, it's a special kind of bond Mm -hmm. that you have with someone. Anywhere you can find that, if you can't find it at home, which Mm -hmm. is where traditionally it's usually found Mm -hmm. for some people, a lot of people, you know, some people might not, they they might not have access to that. that. Exactly. I think that anywhere you can find that, um, definitely go for it. And anyone who's holding you back or anyone who doesn't approve of whatever Mm -hmm. relationship that you have, you don't need them. Yeah. They gotta go. I had to, yeah. It's a, that's something that I the biggest thing that I learned in my college career is that Same. like you can meet other people and they can love you just as hard as if they had known you for, you know, your full 21 years or whatever. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Time just, is nothing. Yeah, because I'm just not like a big family person, so I'm not super close with people in my family. We have not to say like I don't love them or anything like that. I'm just not like, you know what I mean, buddy, buddy like that. Mm-hmm. Except, well, I got a few cousins that I really, really like. Um, that's mm-hmm. not the point. The point being is that like, but when I think of. Like, if I'm ever in any trouble or I have an emergency or I got something I want to talk about or I'm trying to make a big decision, the first person I call isn't my mother, my father. It's right. my friends. Like, it's so, it's somebody that I consider a close friend to me mm-hmm. and I call. And 
so I, I feel like I've I've built that family. Like I yeah. have that support network because that's all a family is at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's just a support it, network. Yeah, it's, a support it's really system. interesting to see with friend groups how certain people begin to take on certain roles. Like someone's the caretaker, especially like like if we're going out or something like that. There's always that one person who's like, all right, I'm gonna make sure we don't get too drunk. I'll make Drink sure we water. got the ride home. You know what I mean? I'll call the taxi. Or there's that one friend that you're like, you know what? You've got something on your heart. I'm the one that you can come and talk to. Mm-hmm. Or if you need a little motivation, there's that. There's another. You know what I mean? Like. Everybody plays a different role, and it's like a cohesive unit. But the thing that I like better about these type of families that you build is that, like, you don't feel you don't feel obligated to be constant with them. And that, that you don't, it doesn't seem like an obligation with family. You feel obligated to love them. You feel obligated to give them the time of day and the space, and to sometimes put up with some BS they might give you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with a crafted family, that's someone that you've intentionally chosen to make a part of your life. Absolutely, and. I, th- I think that's a little more special, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which uh, this uh, none of this is to say like your family isn't worth anything. I hope that's not how it's coming off. Family's <laughs> great. Love your family Moral if you have story. it. But you know what I mean? I, I don't know. To me, I think it's a little more special when you're able to go out, connect with someone, and then kind of say to yourself, you know what? I want this person to be a part of my life for a very, very long time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's and it's also hard to come across those people too. And I I feel lucky that I've been able to come across people like that where it's like you know I've met you and I know. And I feel in my heart that I'm going to know you for the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. we're going to be able to know each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm about to cry. I love you so much, Savannah. Oh, um, I love you too. Don't <laughs> wow, cry. Okay. Whoa. Um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I just think it's great. I think, uh, yeah. So to to answer the – wow, my phone's literally stuck to the table. Um, that's to, good. To, I guess to answer the question, yeah. I, I think I think that's beautiful. And I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, uh, listener and or questioner. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's beautiful. That's yeah, sh- definitely. I was, yeah. I was literally thinking about that earlier. Really? Like just our friendship. And yeah. I was – Getting emotional I cry about today. it like three times a week. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's, it's like, yeah, fine. shut up, shut Detox. up. I want to talk about it. Okay, I don't cool. want to talk about it. Right, cool, um, yeah, so friendships are great. Uh, it's basically family. It's lit, y'all. Um, so another question. You know, did I? This is one that I can't remember if I answered or not. I'd, I'd say skip it. Yeah, we're gonna skip it. Anyway, okay. So now uh, we are done with so questions. I've got we're two go to... that I want to talk about. I thought I only had one. How much time do we have? Okay, yeah. I thought I only had one, but I have two. So I'll start with one, and then if I have time for the other, I'll get to it. Um, the first one. So a few weeks ago, I'm going to try to omit names and, you know, things like that because we go to a school that basically has three people. Uh-huh. Um, so a few weeks ago, I was hanging out with some group of people, and somebody uh, made some statements. They were very political statements, or at least they thought they were political statements, and they were all just wrong. Um, so I'm not going to break down the whole story because we'll be here another 30 minutes, but just everything they were saying, y'all, was just absolutely wrong and at the end of it um the person was kind of like but we can ad- agree to disagree and I, I and i still love y'all and this and that which i'm all good you know i'm all here for some good uh discourse <laughs> yeah but when you're just wrong you're just wrong so it kind of got me thinking about um kind of how sometimes we kind of sit in the middle on certain stuff without taking a stand Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of what this person was doing. Like they would make a claim and then we try to say something and they were like, again, with the whole, at the end thing it's like, Oh, but I still love you. Or we can agree to disagree. And I think that's a very middle of the road thinking like, well, we'll just agree to disagree. But there are some things that are just wrong. And there are some things that are just right. Now I'm not saying you can, you know, uh, look at a situation very easily and tell if it's 100% wrong or 100% right. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a few situations. Yeah. You can look at it and go, Hey, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, I understand that there's, there's gotta be some nuance when you're labeling something wrong or right. Um, but I think we're getting into this idea that once you disagree with someone, that that's all there is to do is to sit in the middle on it. And I think that's kind of dangerous because when you don't take a stand for something, 
it means I, in my perspective, you're more easily persuaded for the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Which I, this is going to be a very, I like, guess, subjective type thing. Cause you know, who decides what's wrong, what's right. Mm-hmm. And it's a philosophy class, I'm sure. But I don't know. So I don't know. What, what, do you have some thoughts on it? I, I, I just feel like um, I, I'm worried about people, especially in our political climate, as mm-hmm. we, we all disagree more and more and more. We're just doing too much. Like, I, I think our government right now is a perfect example of it. Like, yeah. we have all these issues, and everyone's like, well, let's bipartisan this. Let's bipartisan that. And I'm like, yeah, that's good if y'all would actually get together and figure some stuff out. But if you're going to get together and only ever go, well, we can adduce, agree to disagree, and, and I have to respect their opinion and this and that. But if your opinion is based on, you know, people not being given full autonomy or mm-hmm. rights or respect and things like that, mm-hmm. and, and you choose to sit in the middle on that issue, I feel like you're not help. If anything, you're only helping the side that you were initially against. Yeah, you know what I mean. All I, that was very jumbled. So. No, no, no. I uh, the thing with when people say let's just agree to disagree, I just have a problem with that statement in general because mm-hmm. I feel like as soon as you say that, that just means that you want the conversation to be over. Exactly. Like you, you don't, don't want to discuss anymore. it anymore. Exactly. And you, I'm like, you, well, you, at the end of the day, there are facts for one of these sides mm-hmm. that will prevail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So one of them is right. Let's talk about it. Right. And it'd be different if this was so. Yeah. So when I say this, I don't mean like I'm not talking about like government spending or something like that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Meet in the middle. Figure it out. Y'all. Someone's got to spend the money. Their mm-hmm. taxes. Spend it. When I when, when I'm talking about is like big. I feel like all we all talk about is racism. Uh, I feel like big, but big stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you'll have a conversation with someone and they're like, well, this is what I've seen. This is what I know. And blah, blah, blah. And you try to tell them, OK, hey, as a person of insert X, you know, insert marginalized group. As a person in that group, here's what this experience is like. And they're like, oh, well, let's just agree to disagree. No, we can't agree to disagree mm-hmm. on that. I'm yeah. telling you what it's like. You should be listening. The same way if you were a part of a group that I knew nothing about and you were telling me about it, I should listen. That'd be like if you came to me as someone who's played lacrosse. And then I came to you and was like, here are the rules of lacrosse. And they're all wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything I say to you is wrong. Right, right. And you go, well, no, here are the correct rules. And you tell me. And I go, well, let's just agree to disagree. No. Yeah. One of us is right. One of us is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I so I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I just, ugh, for, I think for the sake of being nice and being palatable, a lot of people are just like, let's just meet in the middle. Let's just agree to disagree. Da da da. And I don't know. I think it's very, it's slippery. It's dangerous. And I think like, if you don't take a stand for something, who just said this? MLK? You'll fall for anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't stand for it, you really will fall for anything. And it's, it's scary because I'm like, ugh, as we get ready to enter the adult world. Mm-hmm. I really, I've been really thinking about lately, y'all, how just how protective the bubble is. Um, there's so many things about the, the real world bubble. that we just have not seen in, in years, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. ever, like, especially if you didn't see it before, mm-hmm. you really didn't see it here. And so there are so many things that I'm go- that we're going to have to experience out there. And it's like, it's going to be just, a shocker. For yeah, we a just lot have no idea. Yeah. So I don't know. I have certain ideas about the world. And I'm like, Marcus, is that based on the sheltered privilege existence you've had over the last four years in this space. Cause at the end of the day, we go to a very expensive uh, private liberal arts college nestled in the mountains of Georgia. But, e- but even like right outside of our walls, there's so much going on in Floyd County. There's so mm. much going on in our merch. Rome, and Rome. You know, Georgia. just, yeah. yeah. So there's so much going on there that we never have to see that we never have to face. And it's like, well, just a, not you Jack, but in just a few weeks, you're out there, you know what I mean? But that's a different existential spiral for a different night that in my will room end in by tears. myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on a positive note, something I want to talk about, I've been seeing, and Jack, I think you brought this, you talked about this last week, um, I've been seeing a lot more people go to the counseling center. 
and yes. I love it. Um, yes, because so, uh, so a lot of people, when I ask them like why they're going, they're like, there's not even anything wrong. I just want to go and talk. I just want to go and talk. And I'm like, that's beautiful. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And this, so this is one of those times where I'm like, wow, the Barry population is very, very unique. Sometimes I'm like, it's a mess out here. Who let these people in? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. When can I leave? Yes. Um, but ne- this moment, times like this, I'm like, wow, you know what? It's, it's kind of like if one person starts it, we're small enough. And then if enough people start talking about it and normalizing it, it's small enough to where we can make a cultural change in like just a few weeks on this on a campus like this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot more people be open about going to the counseling center. They're like, yeah, I just got to talk. Any, or any, if something is wrong, they're like, yeah, something's wrong. I just want to go talk about it or I mm-hmm. got to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I've had people come to me more and go, yeah, I just want to talk about something. You Sometimes it's like pulling teeth with people when it's like there's clearly open something up. wrong and they're being all dramatic yeah. and trying to lead you to it. And I'm like, just tell me. No, I've had a lot more people just come out and go, yeah, no, actually, something's bothering me. Like, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love that. I love that openness. I love that people are being vulnerable in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to give a kudos to the Barry community uh, for really yes. making that change. And just, I feel like a few months, like, I feel like people just, they've just been very, like, adamant and open about, like, yeah, I'm going to the counseling center, mm-hmm. and I just want to get some stuff off my, ch- off my chest and, and talk about it. It's just, it's just been, uh, it's been very beautiful. It's very, been a very positive uh, yes. development. Have y'all seen The Stray Dog? No, I haven't seen Stray Dog okay. yet. Okay, um, I ran into her. Um, she's beautiful. She's just beautiful. I don't know how old she is. I don't know what kind of dog she is because I never bothered to learn dog breeds because I, yeah, it's a little black one. I never bothered to learn dog breeds because I love all dogs. So to me, there is no distinction. I truly do. I cannot tell you what a single dog breed is, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's I feel like amazing. very, very few things, very few ideas where I feel like I've reached pure nirvana on and I think I've truly figured out love for dogs. Like I have no discrimination. Yeah. They are all amazing to me all of them. anyway um so i saw her running around doing her thing and i was so excited like three people saw me scream i was like what are you doing what are you doing here i don't know like the kind of person i become when a dog is around it's mm-hmm. kind of how some people get when a baby's around like I they just, change you i cannot help who i they am do. in that moment and i'm just like everything they do is cute so she was running around and peeing everywhere and i would get close and she would start to walk towards me and look at me and then just run away. Yeah. And even though I was being totally rejected in this moment, it was still it was so happy. I was like to class and everything because I was like, I gotta follow this dog around and see what see what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I hear she's been here for a few days. She's being fed. Uh. True queen. Um. I hope. Cause but the way I see, I feel like she should be able to stay because we got a bunch of stray cats here. Uh, well, we actually have... not stray. They all belong to the Chambers. Did y'all know that Milton Chambers? Those are all his cats. Emma Chambers. All the cats that run around Wait, here, they what? all belong to her. Yeah, I didn't know that either. She told uh, me the other day. She was like, yeah, we're the ones with cats on campus, and we just let them run away, and then they come back. Wow, that's it's amazing. amazing. So I feel There's like, like 17 million Billion, trillion, dillion cats. In um, every location. I made There's a designated cat for each location on campus. <laughs> one day. There's a Ford cat. One day I saw like eight of them go into the sewer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. What are y'all doing They're plotting. Way? And then another day I was walking. It was late. AF and I was walking back home and I saw like a white one under a street lamp and I was like am I in a video game like am I supposed <laughs> to walk up to this cat and accept my quest right now like what's going on um wow. but that wasn't what happened but yeah so I'm glad that we've made the shift we've we've had cats for a while and now we've got a stray dog on campus I okay. hope she stays I hope she never leaves I yeah. hope nobody calls the pound if anybody calls the pound I'll destroy I them. will find you and call the pound on you and then I will sue you for emotional distress and I will win because I stay ready for litigation. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for today's show. I want to thank Savannah McKellar again for being here. Yay, I want to thank our in-studio people, Jack, yes. Allie. I want to thank Eric for doing sound today. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Stay real. Bye. Bye.